Welcome to the Soap Bible Study Series from Oak Tree Community Church in South Bend, Indiana. We are starting a brand new series with this video. Yes, we are. Yeah. We're what, doing what book we doing? Book of Judges. And we'll do Ruth at the end of it. Because okay. Ruth, as we'll note when we get there, Ruth actually happens during the time of the Judges. So okay. it makes sense so to makes read sense. it. Yeah, it okay. makes sense to Good. read it together. But Good. yeah, Judges and Ruth during this series. All right. So, so you know, what do we know about Judges? So chronologically, Judges comes after the book of Joshua. Yep. And even if you back up more at, at the time of Moses, which, you know, everybody knows we're in Egypt, Moses, uh, we come down and Moses gets the people right to the promised land, but not in the promised land. Right. And then they have to go around the desert for 40 years. Moses and that whole generation dies, except for, I believe, two people yep. in there. And both of those will show up. Yep. Uh, one is uh, Joshua. So uh, we then go into the book of Joshua, and Joshua is taking the people into the promised land, dividing up the land, and oh, by the way, there's some people there that we yeah. got to get rid of too. Yeah, there's, there, are, there are several Canaanite nations and tribes and stuff, seven of which were so extremely wicked and pagan that they were under God's divine curse. And he said, you've got to break these seven strongholds. The rest of the people, they can evacuate, um, whatever. Um, and it takes, you know, in the neighborhood of five or six, maybe seven years in the book of Joshua to really cover the whole land, which right. means they had plenty of time to leave. Right. Um, and I think that's two huge points, yeah. right? Because everybody's like, wait, there were people there and you killed them or you got rid of them. Yep. But, you know, we would come back and say... God said to, yep. you know, it's our land. And then the second thing is for the 40 years they were wandering around the desert, two and a half million people are noticed. Yeah. There's plenty of notice that, you know, they think that the land we're on is theirs and yep. they're coming for us at some point in time. Maybe we should move. And then when they cross the Jordan River to come in and actually start taking over yeah. territory, there's still plenty yeah. of time to get out. There was only right. those seven key places that had to be destroyed, right? So as we come into the book of Judges, there's a little bit of overlap, okay? Yep. In Joshua 24, Joshua dies. And in Judges 1, Joshua's dead. But in Judges 2, <laughs> Joshua's alive again. <laughs> so well, we got there's a little flashback. Yeah, a little bit of <laughs> there's a little bit of flashback going on, so yeah. don't uh, don't let the timeline confuse yeah. you. We're we're going back yeah. and forth. So a speaking bit. of timeline, how long how long does this book take? About 300 years, Okay. about 300 years, okay. which is really interesting because just space in the Bible, right? Joshua has 24 chapters. Judges has 21. They're about the same size. Yep. Okay. Joshua covers about seven years. Judges covers about 300 years. <laughs> so there's going to be some detail <laughs> yeah. that God has said, yeah, I'm not going to preserve you because it's going to get ugly. It's going to get really yeah. ugly in some spots in the book of Judges. If you haven't read it for a while or if you've never read it, put your seatbelt on, okay? Because there's some ugly, ugly spots. And God has just chosen, you know what? Here are the, we were talking earlier, either the highlights or the lowlights, whichever way right. you want to look at it. Out of 300 years, these are the accounts that I'm going to tell you. The rest of it, you don't get to know. Right. 
That's right, how exactly. bad things are going to yeah. get. And there's a number of timelines as we, as we go along. You know, hey, you know, this happened for 10 years. This happened for 80 years. This happened for 40 years. Yep. But if you keep in mind a, a 300-year period. Yeah, about, so. about, about 300 yeah. years. Some of the judges probably overlapped some and, and, yep. and stuff. But basically, we're from the time of between Joshua and uh, Samuel. Basically, Samuel ends up being the last judge, the last uh, uh, you know major judge of Israel before Saul becomes king. So that's our that's our time frame. There's really only okay. about three hundred, maybe three hundred fifty years available. Okay. So there's still people living in the Promised Land. If we go into Chapter One, um, Joshua is gone. So now they're trying to figure out, hey, we need to make war against these Canaanites. Who, who, you know, who's going to lead us into war? Yeah, and it's it's a pretty big question. Yeah. So why is that such a big question? Well, I, I think verse one is really important. Who should lead the invasion? Because God did not hand pick a successor for Joshua, right. like Joshua was Moses' successor. Once they got into the, the the land, God was going to be their king, and He was going to rule them through the priests. And if you remember, uh, you know, the Jericho. Right, it was the priests and the Ark of the Covenant, and God led them into battle, and and right. and He won. So the fact that they're coming, Joshua's gone now. Who's going to lead this whole thing? God's like, well, yeah. I am, and here's the way we're going to do it. But the fact that they even had to ask that is is really sad, and it really sets up the tone for the rest of this book. Yeah. So lots of fighting, lots of death. Yep. Um, um, I did say early on, you know, there were there were two men that were held over from the time of Moses. One was Joshua, and yep. the other was a man by the name of Caleb. Yeah, and he shows up a couple times, uh, yeah. especially early, uh, yep. early in here. Moses had promised him, "When we go into the land, you can have this piece." He was one of the spies, yeah. Yeah. and and so was Joshua. Yeah, and those and, are the only two spies that said we can win. Right. All the other spies said we can't, and that's what yep. caused the forty years. Well, they said God, and of course, God can win yeah. for us. Right. But Caleb's like, you know, while we were going through the land, I really liked that spot. Moses is like, sure, you can have it. So we're going to see the, the outcome yeah, of that yeah. here. In, Caleb in the, said, yeah. um. <laughs> yeah, jo we see it in Joshua. We see uh, a little bit here in Judges as well. Yeah. <laughs> so we, they, had, they had some partial successes yeah. on so is the problem they weren't 100% with God? Yeah. Yeah, and we see that more in chapter 2 than chapter chapter 1 just sort of tells, like yeah, you said, they're partial. You know, here's what happened. Yeah. Chapter 2 really gets into more of the, so why did that, and in chapter 3, why did that happen? Why couldn't they, you know, evacuate or kick the people out or, or you know, destroy the people, even the ones they were supposed to destroy, to the point that uh, the, the 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 tribe of Dan was a given a certain spot of land, mm -hmm. and the the Canaanites, the the pagans who were in that land, wouldn't let they. Not only would they not roll over and just go away, they actually fought back and they chased Dan all the way to the northern part of Israel. They've never lived in the land that Moses parcelled out to them. Yeah. Wow. And everybody else got some, you know, whatever. Right. But the tribe of Dan was like, they were the first ones to fall into idolatry and all sorts of things. And yeah, they yeah. Were a mess. Yeah, it was a, it really was yeah. a mess. So even in this first week that we read, you're gonna you're gonna see a pattern. 
and that pattern um, we have certainly talked about before, but it goes something like um, the people abandon God. And amazingly enough, God says, fine, if that's, if that's what you want to have happen. Um, God gets angry and punishes the people. The people wake up and say, why is all this bad things happening to us? Usually from an outside nation, one of these nations yeah. that they let stay there yeah. or an invasion, an invading land, yeah. right? The people cry for God's help. Um, God brings up a, a deliverer um, or a judge. Yep. In, since we're, in, since we're, we're in the yeah. uh, book of Judges. And the people repent and turn back to God and everything is perfect. And then the cycle happens again yeah and not only again but chapter two tells us that each time they went through the cycle it got worse so uh, it was a downward spiral, spiral. Yeah, a spiral yeah it wasn't down. just a spiral a circle yeah. it was a down every time they turned away from god they turned away further than their previous generation or their ancestors had okay uh, we get into chapter two, and, and in chapter two, I think at the very beginning, it talks about um, the angel of the Lord came. Yeah. And then uh, within that, take a note on on what it says in there, where he says things like, um, my covenant. Yep. I brought you I out of this. Egypt. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, we had a discussion beforehand, you know, is this an angel or is this Jesus? Because yeah. if it's an angel, I got a problem because it's not, it's not his covenant. <laughs> right. So it sure sounds like this is Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. The angel of the Lord, that, that phrase, it's sort of a, it's a very important phrase in the old Testament. The angel of the Lord or the messenger of, of Jehovah um, is, let's say pre Jesus, the eternal yeah. son. He's Christ before he becomes Jesus. It's called a Christophany an appearance of Christ in the Old Testament, um, and very powerful. And we'll see that, we see that a lot in Joshua, we'll see that in Judges several times, where sometimes an angel shows up and he says, don't worship me. Sometimes this one shows up and when somebody worships, he doesn't He doesn't stop say it. that, yeah. 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 So, um, Jesus, praying current in Jesus, whatever, angel of the Lord, however you want to think about him, um, he says, look, I'm not gonna break my covenant with you, mm -hmm. but, you must not make agreements with the people that are already living in this land, and in fact, tear down all tear down all their false idols. And if you disobey, I'm not going to drive out the Canaanites. Yeah. I'm not going to drive out the people. Yep. And guess what happens? <laughs> <laughs> so it's really uh, foreshadowing exactly yeah. exactly what is going to happen. Yeah, it really sets up a summary of the whole rest of the book. Yeah, and then there's a there's a sentence in here that says this generation hasn't seen God in action for, or hadn't seen God in action for themselves. Yeah. And, and if you think about it from the, from the time of Moses, everybody saw God. I mean, so when you're disobeying, I mean, God is there in you, action. You right? see him. Yeah. Um, then even in the desert, he, he was still there, but now this generation hasn't seen God do anything so this so was the whole faith so this would be the th the third generation out of egypt the first generation comes out dies in the wilderness the second generation grows up in the wilderness comes into canaan under joshua's leadership takes over right. now that generation Has including died. joshua and caleb yeah. is is dead and you've got this third generation that they've grown up in Canaan, the land of milk and honey, everything is fine. What has God really done for us? 
Right. Yeah, it's like, come on, dude. But what that means is that that second generation didn't do what they were supposed to do in reminding them this is what God did for us. And so they were very, very quick to um, to go away from God, which is why then every succeeding generation got a little bit worse. We still see this today. Um, my parents were the first ones saved yep. in their generation, and so they were like really strict right. and you know conservative Christians when I was growing up. I'm not quite as as you know strict in certain areas as they were, but I'm still raising my kids, you know, as in in a biblical foundation. They're not quite as strict as I am on certain things, and we know culture changes and everything. Right. But my kids are two generations removed from their grandparents who did not grow up in Christian homes. Right. And so you can see it's how it gets to, further and but further yet away in their life. All they've known is a Christian. Right. So that's, quote, the normal. And they didn't have to fight for it. Right. And I, I always and think that has some uh, a play for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. They didn't have to fight for it. Uh, they didn't come out of non-Christian homes. They didn't see this miraculous yeah. transformation in their lives. And as generations go further and further growing up in Christian homes, you start to see people turning away because it's like, well, it's just what we do. It's right. not theirs. Right. So interestingly enough, I wonder if that plays into uh, where I was going next. At the end of chapter 2, beginning of chapter 3, um, it says God intentionally left some of these people in the land in order to test um, the nation of Israel. Yeah. Right? Um, if, if someone grows up in a Christian household, not that they never see sin, but they... You know, they're they're going to church. Everybody is quote friendly. Yep. Um, you know that whole environment is not necessarily life, yeah. right? And then when you get out in you know quote the real world, some things can be whoa. Yeah. Um, same way here, right? Way. If if you're in the land of milk and honey, and you know that's all you've ever known. Yeah. Um, and this is this would be a pain point, right? Hey, there's some people in your land. There's some people either trying to kill you or trying to um, take your land back. Yep. You're going to have to fight for it. It's it's uh, it means more. Well, and remember that the mission, or we'll say the purpose, the 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 commission, Israel's commission. We talk about our great commission, right? Israel's commission was to be a common sea. They were supposed to be living so differently than the rest of the world. God's presence was right there that everybody around them was supposed to say, wow, your God is so awesome. Can we be yeah, a part of what your, right. you know, what, what, what your God is doing? And they were already, as the third generation, going so far away from God that they assimilated into the world instead of being that... Yeah, the world assimilating the, the world life. coming to them, and so yeah, that's exactly it's exactly what it was. Yeah, um, and then chapter three is another cycle. Yeah, and again, the cycle is uh, you know they go away from God. God brings up um, quote a deliverer yep. happens to be Caleb's younger brother. Yep, uh, which is which is kind of cool. Either his brother or his nephew. Is that oh, yeah? That would so make sense so too. what it says is it's it's Othniel. The son of uh, Kenaz, thinks Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, and the way the Hebrew is phrased, <coughs> we're not sure if Othniel, the son of Kenaz, yeah. is Caleb's younger brother, or Othniel, the son of Kenaz, 
who is Caleb's younger brother. Right. Either way, we've got a direct blood relative of of this great right. patriarch, Caleb. And he seems to be one of the first guys to step up yeah. at this time in Israel's history. Well, there's a cool verse in there too, right? The Lord's spirit empowered him. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, at this point in time, the Holy Spirit didn't indwell with everyone, kind right. of came on people. Individually. Uh, yeah, individually yep. for a purpose. Yep. And that purpose would be to um, help in this battle. Yeah, help and we do fight. see that with many of the judges. Yeah. We'll see that with Samson, yep. and we'll see that with Gideon and, and some other yep, place. Exactly. You know, so they were, they yep. were, it was a, it was a filling for the purpose of service, which interestingly is what spirit filling in the church is as well. It's for the yeah, purpose for of service, purpose. but not. It, but it's different, yeah, different. than the indwelling yeah. that we that we have. Yeah. yeah. So so this was a cycle. Um, they won in battle. India or India, um, um, Israel and the land had a rest for forty years. Right, forty years apiece. Then we're going to have another cycle. Yeah. We're not going to go through all these all these cycles. You got to talk about the fat man. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the fat man. <laughs> one of my favorite. I, yeah. Favorite uh, stories growing up. So, guy has a sword. <laughs> uh, 18 inches long. Yep. It's, a, it's a it's a, a dagger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, actually, they called it a sword. And they yeah. called it a, a double-edged sword, right? Yeah. So it, it was sharp on both sides. Yep. And uh, he got the he had a secret message to give the king. King tells everybody to leave. <laughs> the guy has the dagger on one of the legs, and was he left-handed? He was left-handed. left-handed so, so he had it on his right. Left-handed. Yeah. There's a fat guy. There's a there's a bathroom joke goes on in here. I mean, the yeah. whole thing is yeah. just. So anyways, the king gets stabbed with the sword, and the sword gets lost within the king, and the king goes in the bathroom and locks the door, and all, and then the guy that did the stabbing leaves, and the official, the people who are taking care of the king come back in, and they know that he is in the bathroom. And the bathroom had a funny name, right? It had the... It was well-ventilated. Yeah, a well-ventilated bathroom. And Which everybody wants, and to be they fair. they didn't want to bother the king, and then they finally found the king dead. <laughs> so, uh, oh, a long man. way to, uh, a really long way to go, but the detail in there. Yeah. And it's like, okay, why this, why now? I, I don't know. Yeah. It's because God can use anyone in any situation to do what his, yep. you know, to accomplish yep. his, his will. Okay, so now we get to chapter four. Chapter four starts out with Deborah. Yeah. And Deborah is leading Israel. Yeah. Which there's a whole discussion point right there. Yeah. Not supposed to happen because the priests are supposed to be leading Israel. Right? Now, she is a prophetess, which means God is talking to her. No problem with that. Yep. But she's not supposed to be leading. You know, the prophets weren't supposed to be the leaders. The priests were supposed to be the leaders. Right. Something is falling apart. Well, so then she is talking to a general saying, hey, you need to attack. And the general says, okay, but you have to come with me. Yeah. And and she, her answer is, is hilarious from the standpoint of, <laughs> all right, but I'm going to get all the glory. Yeah. And yeah, not, you, not you. You will not get the credit for this if, because you're not stepping up and leading. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is, is you know, there's this big discussion of women in ministry and pastors and all this stuff. And, and a lot of people come back to this and say, well, Deborah was leading Israel. So why can't women be pastors? 
First of all, the New Testament says women shouldn't be pastors. It's for qualified men only. Not even all men can be pastors. It's right. for qualified men. But the whole section here in chapter 4 and the next week in chapter 5 is against... I mean, the whole context is her saying, I'm not supposed to be doing this. You're yeah, supposed I'm to doing be doing it because this. Because you're not. Because you're it. not. Yeah. 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 She's not standing there as this standard bearer for, you know, women are supposed to be in charge. She's standing here saying, where are the people who are supposed to be in charge? Now, she had her role. She was a prophetess. Right. No problem. But she's standing there saying, guys, step up. And they wouldn't do it. Um, the army stepped up, though, yep. uh, from the standpoint routing routing the enemy, and then we find the general of the of the enemy army uh, <laughs> taking off in in the desert. Another one of my favorite stories. And um, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get into it because <laughs> no, you got no, no. That's you got to read. I mean, you yeah. read this, read the read the detail, yeah. read the detail that's in here. Um, yeah, he goes into a tent. Yeah, yeah he, we'll leave it there with he, that. He uh, he takes a nap. And uh, <laughs> yeah. doesn't wake up from his nap, and God wins yet again. Right. So we end this week on a on a like a a victory, right? Which is one of few in the book of Judges. Honestly, there's there's a whole lot more loss, especially spiritual loss, in Judges than we see a lot of victories. Yeah. So we see. The early part of the nation, still trying to figure things out, still trying to carve out where they're going to live, and now this new generation that has never seen God in action, how are they going to react? Yeah, but but what's interesting is let's not forget that every single one of these generations does see God in action. <clears throat> when the deliverer, the judge, rescues them, it's like they never pass it on to their kids. Yeah. And that's why the cycle just keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah. Good so, point. yeah, let's end on a victory, though. <laughs> take <laughs> we'll take the few victories that we can get out of this book. Um, enjoy it. Have fun with it. Uh, if you haven't, like I said, if you haven't read this recently or at all, you're going to find that some interesting things that show up in the book of Judges. But watch for watch for those those uh, the big successes and the massive failures, and see that God is still at work in all of that, and be encouraged by that because we have successes and failures as well. Pass this along to your family and friends if you think it would be helpful, and uh, subscribe to the channel here and send us your questions and comments, and we'd love to hear that, and we will pick up here next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>